This episode of Wet Jeans is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It's back-to-school time, and we want to make sure you pack the essentials to have the best year yet. The Manscaped 4th Generation Performance Package is just that. Be ready for whatever is in your daily schedule this year. It's the perfect package for your package. It includes the brand new lawnmower 4.0, 4th Generation. Fellas, go for the valedictorian this year of ball trimming, get it? And join the 6 million men worldwide who trust... That's a, that's a fucking lot. Who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use code WETJEANS for 20% off and free shipping. I hope they mean back to school for the older people because as soon as I read that, I was like, back to school? What are third graders at pubes these days? It's insane. Anyway, this episode of Wet Jeans is brought to you by kylecovers.com. Follow Kyle for the best sports insight, sports information, betting packages. You could bet, I mean, you could buy by the sport. You could buy by the 30-day trial, a year, one day. Whatever you want, follow Kyle at Kyle Cover Spreads on Instagram. I can't remember if I said that already, but use code WETJEANS for 30% off any betting package. I just realized the TV is on. Hopefully you can't hear that in the background. Uh, NFL is coming up. Kyle's sweet spot. So if you need any advice, insight, you don't want to be responsible for your own bets, you want someone else to pick them for you, kylecovers.com. What's up, everybody? This is Wet Jeans, your local destination for politics. We're here to talk about Donald J. Trump. Uh, his, his place is getting... Uh, he's on that MTV show, Room Raiders, where the, they raid your room and find stuff in your bedroom to decide if they want to fuck you or not. What are they going to find at his house? Like a ton of Adderall? Just a tumble, ton of double-sided dillies. Just a bunch of big dildos. It is, uh, thanks, you, thanks of you, wow, all right, Jesus fucking Christ, can't even talk, good start. It is Wednesday, thanks for our Wednesday morning listeners who wake up with jeans. I've been looking at the numbers a little bit, and there's a, quite a bit of jeaners that wake up and start their morning with some jeans. So yeah. I just want to thank you guys, good morning, uh, we are live from Scottsdale, and it's gloomy, again, it's good pussy weather. Yep, it's overcast. It's overcast. It's just gloomy. Like, chicks love it. Their coochie just starts barking. There's just something about a sky full of uh, stratocumulus clouds that just make women wet. Yeah, what is that? I mean, it makes them, like, diabolically horny. They could take over the world if they wanted to with all the horniness combined, all that power. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, girls love that. I like when girls are just chilling with, like, sweatpants on. Yeah. Like, hair tied. Just this, there's just something about there's just something about a woman chilling with no makeup on. Yeah, that's a Drake lyric, by the way. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I didn't F- know it was Drake, but I knew it was like a rap song because it was like, wait, this is starting to like, it's very smooth. For anyone born in 2003, that's a Drake song. I forget. It's best I ever had, best I ever. But yeah, uh, Big Donnie J is getting his house raided apparently by the FBI. Um, you know, I. I look at that, and I don't really know how to react. It's just such a circus. Like Every day I log on Twitter, and it's like Andrew Yang and AOC and Trump and Hunter. Just like the same group of retards just like fighting for power. It's just it's, um, it's like watching two toddlers fight over a block at recess. Just like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, I, I just think it's, it, it's an imperative that you don't care about what's happening with Donald Trump because if you care I'm seeing two sides because like obviously you can't escape it 
people that are like defending him like he's some like war hero that they're taking his purple heart away. Like if he, they probably have some sort of shit on him if you if they're no knock raiding his place. And then there's also the people that are like like the left who literally flick their beans or flick their balls to anything when Donald Trump gets in trouble or something like that. So just like if you care, probably go ahead and kick the chair out. It's just a good peace of mind thing for myself knowing that even if you do vote, you're never going to change anything. If you vote for a- any sort of election, you'll never change anything. So I, it just makes me happy that I know that. So I don't sit in my room and be fuming mad over what Andrew Yang said about the Senate GOP. It just doesn't matter to me at all. Uh, I just like waking up and going on a walk and just having a clear mind and just focusing on um, enjoying my life. Yeah, I'm kind of at the point where it's I just don't have the time to worry about politics right now because I'm playing MLB's road through the show. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, and I got traded. I just got traded from Oakland to Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and I'm gonna play. We're fighting for a playoff spot right now. So the whole raid, the whole genocide in Ukraine thing is just gonna have to take a back seat right now because I'm really trying to make the playoffs. What was your initial reaction when you got traded? Because I know getting traded, that's like mentally taxing how how long have you been in the mlb at this point this is my third year and i've been with oakland i mean they drafted you yeah like it's you it's bittersweet because i did want out uh the oakland team was not where i wanted us to be why is that i i want to win i i I play in the mlb because i want to win and uh, obviously the money the money is great obviously but uh yeah we were like last place in our division so it just became a imperative it became clear to me that we we're not gonna make the playoffs so we we're kind of told my age and i wanted out went to the angels I mean, pick up my stuff and leave but i'm excited about the future so you're happy with that trade that they did yes uh, i yeah i just i want to win and the angels is i in los angeles angels of anaheim are a team where i can see myself lifting the gold a lot of people think it's just a video game and even though you're playing a video game character but it's really not it's really i can only imagine i mean you put in three years in your player yeah to be the best you could be to make the mlb and just pack up and leave like that to a different organization it's different it's um it's not just a game. No, it's, it's real not. life. If it's a game for you, then stop playing. It's like whenever I turn on the PS4 every now and then, and I just feel like playing Grand Theft Auto and shooting people directly in the head, and it makes me feel better. Yeah, that's why that's I'm con- real life. I just that's why it's you you if you have the money, sure you can go see a therapist. Maybe that works for you. But for sixty dollars, you can get Grand Theft Auto and just go kill a bunch of hookers and people and it, it makes you feel really good and I feel like it's just a cheaper version of a therapist. Shooting people directly in the fucking head. Yeah. Just like holding down that trigger on that. There's just something powerful about taking that PS4 controller, turning the vibrating setting up and squeezing it and holding down that trigger and just fucking shooting people directly in the head. Yeah. There's something that makes it makes you feel really good. Yeah. It makes you feel almost as good as if you did it in real life. Yeah. Uh, so I went to the movies for the first time in a while. I just wanted to bring that up. Before I bring that up, I actually want to comment on the politics thing. I guess Mike Fisher, that kind of like hockey player that was good, but you never really heard about him because he was playing for Nashville. Carrie Underwood's husband. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and he, I guess he came out and he was like, 
supporting this Republican dude who is against gay marriage. He's against abortion. Basically, like, the guy's living in the 1800s in his brain. And Mike Fisher said something along the lines of, we have to fight for our God-given rights. And I just don't really understand how you could be such a big fucking retard and think that God gave us rights. Because all of the, quote, rights that were given were all written by slave owners with a feather. When did God deliver these rights to us? I just don't understand how you could live in this imaginary world. And thanks, Mike Fisher, for tuning in. Everyone really cares. Yeah, I didn't hear that, actually. Yeah, uh, he was trending the other day because he said something, and the internet got mad. But anyway, getting back to more important things. You I also like, shouldn't care what like, you, like what an athlete says. Yeah, like I like I agree with everything you just said, but there's also that other like point where, um, where you, people think like they sh- should have to like the person in real life that they don't even know, sort of thing. It's kind of like the Tony D'Angelo effect. People were mad at him for being like whatever it just like i watch this dude because he plays hockey and he's fucking sick and that's why i like watching him i don't give a fuck what these people i don't care if they're murdering people in their free time as long as you can what does mike fisher think what kind of pull does mike fisher thinks he has thinks he has like yeah dude you're mike fisher did you ever even have 30 goals i don't think so where was he before was it ottawa I don't know. No. Who fucking gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a shit? Uh, but I went to the movies the other day. It was kind of nice because I had a fear of going to the movies. I don't know why, but that one movie shooting like really got to me because it's just so gutless because it's dark. Like if someone's gonna go shoot up a school, at least it's light in there. Yeah. The guy that did it, I just was like, oh, like that's so gross. And but anyway, I mean, I had a pretty good time. I I went full diabetes mode. I poured popcorn, uh, M and M's into popcorn. Holy I, shit! Yeah, it was. I had a really good time. Besides interpreting the movie Elvis in a kind of a different way that I'm sure everyone else did because I'm so smart. And this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler alert, but the movie just made me realize how much of a disgrace white people are, and we truly have no culture. The music that Elvis was doing in the beginning of time was fully invented by black people. And the record. Suspicious Minds? What? Suspicious Minds? You think that was influenced by black. Well, music. That's one of his good. One of his top songs. Yeah, I do. Anything Elvis did was inspired by black people because he learned the music from black churches that would play music, and none of the record labels wanted to sign the black talent. And they found out damn, this Elvis kid, he can. He can move a little bit, and he can he can boogie, yeah. and he's white, and they signed him because he's white, and it just like it just made me think like, have white people ever done anything cool? You have Egyptians who built pyramids, you have African people who basically created dance and music, you have Hispanic people who created pina coladas and cleaning ladies. Like, what do the white people have? The Mumford and Sons? Like, have we done anything fucking cool? The Macarena. That's not that sick. In the cut night, Joe. That where did you come from? Where did you fucking go, bitch? That just proves my point to the fullest. And I get it. Like, so Elvis, spoiler alert, was kind of growing up in an all black neighborhood. I think I knew that. So so I get why he had the influence, but it just makes me fucking mad that dudes like BB King and other talented people just straight up couldn't get out of the slums because like they were like, fuck that. It's just so bizarre. Things have changed and I'm happy, but I was just sitting in the movie theater. Like 
I got to Venmo a black guy money yeah, or something. Yeah, just like find that. some random black guy in Venmo and just Ven- just send him like 50 bucks. And I'm not trying to like hate on all white people because it's not like that anymore. It just really made me realize how fucked up the times were. The times were fucked up. Yeah, it was like, there, I remember hearing, think, like, reading about shit, like, I think it might have been the Jackson 5. People didn't know, because, like, there was not, not everything was on television or whatever, so people didn't know necessarily that they were black. I think it might, I think it's them. So they would let their kids listen to it, and then when they found out they were black, they were like, no, you're not listening to this. Yeah. Elvis was that boy, though. He would, he would like, wiggle his hips, and chicks would go crazy over it. Like, like you, you think One Direction were, like, hot? You have no idea. Girls would literally lift off the ground because they were squirting so much when they saw him like do these little hip shit. Yeah, that is true. And speaking of girls, and then that just made me think of white girls. Remember we met that stripper in the airport, and she was like really cool, and she didn't believe. I was like doing the normal thing that I usually do, like joking how white girls are so brutal, and she she didn't believe me that I actually thought that. And obviously, I'm generalizing generalizing and stuff, but like. White chicks do the most insane shit. This is my point. Like, they will actually say, like, I just want to take time and, like, go find myself. Wh- where are you going to go? Time off from what? Go to Cabo. But what, <laughs> I want to take time off and find myself. Time off from what? Making reels of your Nashville's girl trip and posting it? Like, what are you taking time? They'll say things like, I just want to, like, surprise myself. Yeah. What does that mean? It's just a very, like, I mean, it's probably something someone would say that deeply believes in astrology. No offense. What does that mean? No offense to all the, the, all the women listening to this. But anyway, yeah, chicks went crazy over Elvis, man. Yeah. It was wild. I like, was they like, just never seen anything like it. No, they were just going crazy. And they actually made him, spoiler alert, again, sorry if I'm ruining this for people, but they, made, they almost arrested him for the way he danced. Seriously, you know you got fucking. You're a sex god when you're be, you're you get you almost get arrested for being too sexy. Yeah, I just think it. But that's how bad the white people were. They were like, "You can't move like that. You can't do that." Imagine why they used to think they used to think the weirdest shit was like groundbreaking. I remember it was I remember Mary Mary Tyler Moore. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Dick Van Dyke Show, but Mary Tyler Moore was Hold like the, the first woman to wear pants on on like tv and people and dudes were like shitting themselves why because like back then women would wear dresses and they to not even leave the kitchen Mm. they would just they would just clean and like dust and in like in uh red dresses with white polka dots on it with a white picket fence outside super red lipstick yeah super red lipstick white picket fence outside small terrier black dog and two kids that are absolute fucking pussies. Spot on, man. That yeah. is spot on. Uh, we do have good news on the white people front. I guess this is a racial episode. It seems like Chrissy Teigen's popularity is kind of going down the toilet, finally. There was a tweet about, I guess, every time this annoying bitch gets pregnant, it trends for some reason. And the engagement on the tweet was so low, it genuinely made me feel happy. Yeah. There was like seven comments on the tweet. And everyone was like, we don't give a fuck, like, fuck this bitch, blah, blah, blah. And it just made me happy that her uh, clout is slowly coming to an end. Because if I see another Chrissy Teigen pregnant update, I'm going to publicly kill myself. Do it on Instagram Live. I don't understand why we need a fucking update every time this stupid bitch is pregnant. Or Who even pregnant. is that? I don't really know, Who actually. cares? Is John Legend that good that we have to be obsessed with his wife? He does have a good voice, but not that good. 
It's not like a, it's not like a Limp Biscuit. Yeah, he's, she, he's no Fred Durst. Yeah, no. But speaking of Limp Biscuit, did you see the Woodstock doc in its entirety? Finished it yesterday. How, what are your thoughts on so, it? It was really, it was really good. It reminded me uh, that the average, pr- uh, like that whole entire crowd, I wouldn't mind if they all died. <laughs> that was like the coming out party for people to be like rebellious and start being. Yeah, but they're all just trash. Like, they weren't even, like... On drugs. Yeah, and and they were on, like, a... It was just really weird because it was... If you look at the bands compared to the the original Woodstock, it was literally the exact opposite. Fred... Woodstock used to be about, like, peace and love and wearing hemp sweatshirts. And then uh, Woodstock 99 was about breaking shit. And, like... I guess they were both technically anti-establishment, but kind of not really... You know what's scary? I want a fucking list of all the adults that were at Woodstock 99 because now they're all in their 40s and 50s. I want a fucking list of these delusional, psychopathic freaks that were at that. I mean, they were breaking shit. Like People were getting raped. And the guy, Stephen Woodstock, uh, William Woodstock, was like, you know, no, we don't really have any evidence of um, sexual assault. We don't really know. Dude, did you watch your own documentary? Yeah. There's absolutely bad shit going down. Kind of ballsy. I always think it's like super ballsy, but kind of rock star when people participate in an interview that's gonna bash the shit out of them. Like that. Like one of those guys. The guy. One of the guys that ran it. Actually, both two. Both the guys that ran it. Like there was no pretty ballsy on their part to actually like sit down for the interview. Yeah, I'd say it is pretty ballsy, but uh, it was just the people. I just don't understand like the violence and the. The weird shit going on. People were drinking shit. Yeah. How about that part? Yeah, that part was very disgusting. People were playing near porta potties that were like overflowing, full of shit, and people were rolling in the mud. And now these are the same people that are like our insurance agents. What if you saw? What if you watched documentary and you saw yourself? You were one of the people like grabbing the woman's tits and shit like that because they showed a lot of dude. That. It was brutal, dude. How about that one? The the girl was getting like assaulted in a van. Like whatever happened to the days where. It was like, like you said, Woodstock in the 70s, and the way you flirt with a girl is like, ask her if she wants to go out for a smoke, or if you could walk her to her car. You would, you would literally quarter dame to the, to the ball. Yeah, and then in Woodstock 99, you're just feeding girls drugs, taking advantage of them, and getting away with it, not to mention. Yeah. I don't think any of those people ever got caught for that, so I don't know what the Statue of Liber- Limitations are, but... Um, a lot of horrible people at music festival. Weird music festival. See someone. Some music festivals are a good way for population control because if you die at a music festival, like uh, that's what happens. Yeah, that's just what happens. I, I can't believe more people don't. It's you're the people. Whenever I see the videos of people running and jumping over fences to go see like Travis Scott or or anyone really cuz there's no there's literally no one on the planet you would catch me acting like that because I'm not a shell of a human being there's no one I don't care if Jesus came back from the dead and was throwing out 100 dollar bills I'm not going to I'm not like jumping over a fence and like bumping into people to go see him I bet you back then Jesus had that clout though I bet Do you, you think would... he was like the Elvis of Jerusalem like shaking yeah. his little sexy little hips he would go to town square and women would just be like just showing them hit their bushes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure they had big bushes back then. No way to cut your butt. No manscaped back then. Yeah. Like, how did you? How did you? I guess you would just gr- like grab grab your pubes and like slice it like uh, like 
the soldiers in Vietnam, when they would go through the woods, they would take a machete and just start, sh- like, hit sh- like, hitting stuff down. Pubes really didn't even get under control until, I'd say, what, the 90s, maybe, or the 80s? I would say 80s is when pubes started getting shorter. But, like, in, like, the 70s, they were as long as the rough at TPC Sawgrass. Yeah, that is crazy to think that, like, we didn't even get really dialed in on the whole pube situation. So, yeah. thank God people figured that out, because I don't know, if, I don't really... It's a huge bush. Ugh. George, Reggie. Yeah, I don't really know if I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, it's all, everything. Everything goes in waves, though. I'm sure when we're like 42, the pu- the pube era will come back, just like I, everything I else does. Baggy pants are back, so pubes will probably come back soon. Are baggy pants back? Yeah, according according to uh, my, my GQ app, <laughs> I get push notifications about all the new f- uh, crazy trends. Look what uh, fucking... Look what Pete Davidson's look wearing. Look what Timothy Chalamet is wearing in this movie. Who the, who the hell is Timothy Chalamet? I hear that name way <laughs> too much for my liking. He's who like... Who is that? He's like this like kind of dweeby kid that probably can't throw a baseball, but girls go fucking crazy for him. Because he's, like, he's a good-looking kid, uh, but he's an actor, I guess. Girls be- are always switching the trends up. Because yeah. they always want what they can't have. You get a girl from Arizona... And she's like, oh, my God, I want the rain. Same girl, put her in Seattle. She's like, I hate this rain. I want the sun. Yeah. I can't keep up anymore. I think I have a theory that women are the reason why uh, capitalism exists. Okay. I can, I can uh, expand, I can on, break, expand on that. I'll break down it for you. Extrapolate on that. Women, a lot more than men, care about when they look for a, a person, like a spouse— they care more about their job or their money. I don't blame them. It, oh, I don't either. <laughs> if women didn't care about us having good jobs and money, dudes would just straight up not even work. We would, we would all be working at like UPS and shit and like just doing those types of jobs. And it would be way more even all around. But girls one day decided they wanted rich guys and guys with power, which obviously I understand. And then that's why capitalism was created. Because we had to, because guys wanted to start getting really powerful and being greedy and get all this money so you can have the, all the women. So I think women are the reason why capitalism exists and the reason why the the earth is deteriorating. <laughs> uh, this is the Andrew. We gotta Tate. send him to Mars. Andrew, this is the. Uh, that was a. Uh, I just got down, got done chatting with Andrew Tate. That's why I went on that rant. Yeah, Andrew Tate wanted to come on here, and we said no. I said no. I'm 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 gonna be more misogynistic than Andrew Tate. <laughs> You have no idea. Andrew Tate. Every now and then a figure comes along like him. Like he's not, everyone's acting like that's brand new. It's yeah. really not. No, there's always It's just the like, cycle. Yeah. It's like, he's not, I think he's more well-spoken than Dan Bilzerian. And he's, he obviously has very intense opinions and stuff like that. But I feel like Dan Bilzerian got the same treatment as the Tate man. Like when he first got on the scene, yeah. it was like, fuck this guy. Like, all he does is treat women like objects. I could be wrong about that, and I don't really fucking care. But it is interesting to see what people give their attention to. And, and now and it's becoming, it's, he has to be trolling. Like, what I, that, that whole spiel I went on was obviously, I didn't, like, that doesn't make any sense. But I feel like he's doing the same shit. I can't, I can't, it's hard for me to believe that someone thinks, Actually, no, I guess people believe him. People, like, love Andrew Tate, so I guess it's more guys that think like that. It's just, yeah. weird to, it's, it's just weird to be that masculine. Like, I have no idea how to make a table, and I'm very aware of it, and I, that's where I accept it. I'm not, like, a masculine man whatsoever. 
But I will go down on your girl. Yeah, that is true. If there's one thing Andy will do, he will find a way to get near your girl's crotch. Yeah. Also, uh, I, I consensually. thought... Consensually. Yeah, all consensual. No, yeah. Thought of a business model, by the way. It's not necessarily morally good, but it's for... It's almost like an escort service for... And like, and if you're... So if you're a guy and you think your girl is starting to lose interest in you, you... I... I you hire me and I send a guy to go hook up with your girl and they, he, they have sex, but he's purposely does such a bad job that she was like, that's the, like, that's what's out there. And then she realizes how good you are. And then she wants to stay with you. Oh, love that. Yeah. That's an awesome plan. And you have a customer in me. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I want to invest in that. That'd be so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. I think it's something I obviously have to get, I'm going to need some seed money cause I'm going to have to hire some, uh, escorts or, male toots so but she doesn't know though right like she doesn't know he goes and like you basically teach him how to wheel your girl yeah which is not that hard no you just i mean these these guys are going to be good looking dudes and you hire the good looking dude to get your get your girl to cheat on you sort of which is pretty easy yeah which is not that hard and uh they so they they do everything they get into bed and then once once it's showtime they just purposely do such a bad job yeah like he starts eating out her belly button and he's like are you there yet doing weird shit yeah yeah and starts like screaming yeah it would be really easy to find you would need guys to sign up for that but it would be all you all it takes to get your girl to cheat on you is find a guy if you're gonna find a guy that's gonna make your girl cheat on you um just make him be bilingual 6'2". Yep. And wears, like, expensive loafers with those pants that, like, come, cut off right above the ankle. Yeah, they're kind of like that like plaid that. gray pants. That's those slim cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, just a big douchebag. Yeah. That could work, too. Because chicks could... love douchebags. Yeah. And I feel like it's easier for... And it should be. I think, it's e- I think it should be easier for a girl to cheat because, like, it's so easy to find a guy equally as good as the one you have. We're all pretty much the same. There's not there's not a lot of complexities to the the male species, so I feel like it would work that way better. So it's something to think about. I I would definitely need maybe I'll pitch it on Shark Tank. Yeah, um, Lori, my offer <laughs> still stands. Lori, I, Lori, I would specifically want you more than anyone. I don't care what Cuban's gonna throw at me. Well, should I repeat my offer from last week, Lori? Um, hi, Shark Tank. Hi, <laughs> sharks. My business in my, is my mouth. You can have a hundred percent of it on your titties. Yeah, <laughs> for zero percent. Then Mark Cuban gets out of his chair and chases me around the room with a knife. Hi, my name is Robbie W. Gucci, and my business is my mouth. I am here to offer one hundred percent of it to Lori's big fat titties for a hundred percent equity stake. <laughs> uh, I took questions today. Oh, nice. Just a couple. Um. Okay. Here we go. Oh, we'll do first come, C U M, first serve. Okay. Here we go. Stop you fucking retards. Rob, fuck you. I will kick your fucking ass, you pussy. What the fuck is that about? That's not really, that's not Seriously, how you... what the fuck is that? Coming hot out of the gate with the R word. Seriously, what the actual fuck is that? I will fucking kill you. We should Who actually, is this? Can we find his address? His address? Lucas Felicetti. I, I will give you a free sucker punt. You know where I'm at in public. We talked about where we're at. Come up, come up and hit me, and I will fucking kill you. You bitch. Ooh. And I'll fuck your girl. Ooh. You bitch. Ooh. And I'll fuck your big, fat mom. Ooh. 
who's already a fucking filthy slut. Whoa. Retard. <laughs> Whoa. All right, let's take another one. What's up, boys? Matthew from Kansas City. What is your guys' guilty pleasure? Let me know. Thanks. Love the pod. Thanks for loving the pod. We appreciate it. Guilty pleasure. Mine's definitely my diet on Sundays. Yeah. I had an outrageous diet on Sunday. So Sunday, like, I'll eat something like shit, but I just took it to the next level. I got Shake Shack. I'm not even going to tell you what I got. It was, like, probably around 2,800 calories. Then... For some weird reason, I got Cheesecake Factory, which I've never done, and they had like cheeseburger egg roll type things. It's basically a, a, a cheeseburger slider in like a fried wrap. It was unbelievable. It made me feel horrible about myself, physically and mentally, and I ate a full cheesecake. That does sound good, though. Yeah, so I ate all that, and that's probably like my, when I get the guiltiest. I don't know what my guilty pleasure would be. Probably murdering people. <laughs> I don't get how you kill all these people and like keep a co- healthy conscience. That's obviously like a skill. Like, I, I, I watched Donnie Brasco the other day, yesterday, two days ago, and I, I, I wonder if I could like I was thinking about if I could whack someone and, and like just move on with my life because I think if you look at murder and they it's probably how they do it. If you look at murder like it's just business, it's probably easier to cope with the demons that swallow your brain whole. I don't know. When I shoot people directly in the head on on Grand Theft Auto, I it kind of bothers me. So I don't yeah. think I can handle it in real life. I don't know. I guess if I, I just I would like I want to be I want to join the mob. This guy says it's urgent. Let's see. Hey fellas, it's Brett from fucking Timbuktu. Uh, I have a question for Rob and advice for Andy. Um, so Rob, do you actually get sad when people call you a fat retard? Because like myself, you are one. Andy, uh, I know you have poop problems, and I want to just give you some some recommendations. Try turning off the lights, turning on the shower, closing your eyes, and imagining that you are in the rainforest. Works like a charm. Thanks, boys. Love the pod. Very uh, aggressive geners today tuning in on this fine Wednesday morning. Yeah, a lot of uh, um, a lot of interesting choice of words. A lot of interesting character. I don't have trouble pooping. I just like to poop. It's one of the that also is another guilty pleasure. I guess we want to circle back around shitting with the door open. When did I say I was sad? Somebody reviewed the show and and it said, "Rob, don't be sad." Oh, I what think, am I? I don't. I, that guy was just asking if you get like rattled. Was he just asking if you get rattled when someone? No, he said, you do, it, "Do you get sad?" Oh, I don't no, know. I don't care. Because I will literally have sex with your girl whenever I want. Yeah. That's the funny thing about me being a fat retard. That's a little like if you bring your girl around me. If I feel like it, I will just steal her. Yeah. And I'm I- an athletic specimen. And women know that. Yeah. Next question. Oh, we got a girl in the building. Female question of the day. Actually, this is absolutely a guy. We have to bet. I clicked on the profile. Zero posts. Posts. 116 followers. 184 following. What's the profile picture? It's of a girl. But is it like a real girl? It's like a chick. Lars and the real girl. It's like a chick. But. All right, we'll see. What would you. Let's bet a dollar. I'm going to bet this is a guy. Probably is. is Wait, can I see the profile picture before I make any choices? Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. This is going to be a nail biter. It's going to be a weird one because if it is a guy. That has a, a burner account as a girl profile picture. 
What are you doing? Speaking of which, I, that's I, what you grew up. That's what your younger self grows up. <laughs> that's what you turned into. Like, think about that. My favorite part is we were we were both streaming the same Diamondbacks game on this illegal stream website. Whatever, we're bad boys. And the chats in those are crazy because I know every single person that has a girl as like there was this one person named Abby that every dude thought was a girl. There was no way that was a girl. Go go to the chats in illegal sports streaming sites and you will see, you will look at some of the darkest people on the planet. They're just yeah. like saying the weirdest shit. Yeah, it is very weird. I don't weird. even know why there's even chats. Why are you chatting with strangers in an illegal sports streaming chat room? Yeah, like what the fuck? All right. Hey, Robin Andy, Whoa! it's Jewel from California, one of your few female listeners. Uh, I just wanted to say, or I just wanted some advice. Um, I'm in my last year in college, and it's, like, super stressful. And I just wanted to know, what do you guys do when you're stressed out? And if you have any advice on what I can do other than, um, you know, drinking myself to death. Okay, love you guys. Bye. I was going to suggest drinking <laughs> to death. I mean, here's the thing. You just have to have perspective. This is actually real advice. I'm not even going to joke around about it. I have it. Yeah, I have advice too. Like, if you're stressed out in your senior year of college, there are so many worse things that you could be doing, right? Like, it's just college. I sucked at college. Look at me now. I'm calling people retards on a podcast called Wet Jeans. I'm living the fucking dream. Uh, it's really if what it comes down to is like you're not in Yemen. You're not like a a woman in Pakistan who isn't even allowed to show her face. It's just college. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I kind of sort of a little bit of that is I, I, I find it's I don't get stressed out a lot because I have such a poor outlook on life and I think nothing matters. And I think that helps me keep and I think it's going to be the reason why I could probably live to 200 years old if I wanted to, because if you just if you just think well, this doesn't even really matter that much because nothing really matters. We're on a floating rock hurling through space. Um, you know, there's the size of the size of earth compared to the rest of the galaxies is like, I don't know, small. So I would just say, you know, I just, whatever happens happens. And if it's, it just like, doesn't really matter. Just get drunk right before the big exam or whatever. And just fucking see what happens. Everything happens for a reason, dude, we're living on this fucking planet. There's literally different dimensions. Did you hear about that? There's like, scientists are saying there's like 12 different dimensions. So in this room is like another room in another room. Yeah. Like there's, there could be people in here right now. We don't even know because we're just in a different dimension. Yeah. When I'm drinking off, there's people in other dimensions watching me. That's the real stressful part yeah. about jerking it. Because I know... All your dead relatives are looking down on you while... You're about to nut. Yeah, like my, my relatives that gave up everything just to come here on a boat to Ellis Island watching me J.O. to uh, Lois from Family Guy pegging Peter. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I actually saw a fucking... I, I sent it to my buddy Ian. Just like the most fucked up uh, artwork I've ever seen of Lois Griffin. And I just thought... That's why I popped it up into my head that... I don't know. Those I would people. I would go on a walk and just like Wha- think about uh or go buy a gun. <laughs> Threaten people in traffic. Like really get that stress and like anger 
and frustration off your chest. Go go in public and just start flashing guns at people. Yeah, that's not that's also not bad yet. That or go for a walk. I would say that or go for a walk. Walks are very nice. Just think about a walk. Maybe you just put in a headphone, put in your headphones, or maybe you don't even use headphones if you don't want. Just like. I don't know. I've been going non-headphones on my walks. It's nice. I've just been listening to like Especially birds early. chirping and things slithering around on the ground. I saw a family of those weird birds that run around in Arizona. Yeah, they always little... they're in packs. Yep, they have those long like um, red things. It looks like they're they have a goatee. Uh, just like listening and and realizing that like one day we're literally all gonna be dead. Yeah, and one day. Our relatives, like food is going to be so scarce. Miami is going to be underwater. They're going to have the real problems. They're going to need, like the Colorado River is going to be completely dried up. They're going to be not able to just walk across the street and buy penicillin when they have chlamydia. Like they have the real struggles. We really have it easy. So yeah. I feel like we're going long on this question because of a girl finally called in. But at the end of the day, it's just college. At the end of the day, you can hate college, and but you could also love all the parties. And you can finish bottles of Bacardi. Yeah, so put that puts things into perspective for you. It really does. Uh, should we do one more or no? Sure. Okay. We have one more. Um, here it is. Wait, where is it? Oh, shit. You know how Instagram does that thing where it's like you have to refresh it to get the most recent one? Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't do that, and I just opened up a DM, and it was a picture of somebody in a hospital. And I didn't answer. So whoever that is, junior out there, I'm sorry, whatever you're going through. That really sucks. Yeah. Hey, fellas, Pat from Indianapolis. Uh, hey, good call. question. What's the biggest animal you think you could kill with your bare hands? You have to kill it in its habitat. Thanks. I have a weird, I have a weird ego thing that I think I could f- kill a wolf. I don't think. Uh, it depends, dude. You'd have to roundhouse kick it. I just feel like I have that dog in me. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel it. Like, I don't know. I just, if it launched at me, I don't know. Like, it, that, it can't even punch me. It'll just come at me. I know exact. I don't understand how people, so many people get killed by animals. You know what their plan of attack is. They don't have, they're not going to punch you. They're going to try to go at you with their mouth. So you just You got to start with a kick. Yeah, 100%. Like, even just like those little, like, UFC kicks where they hit you right, really hard in the calf, but just like kind of wobbles you up a little bit. How big of a wolf are we talking here? Like a husky like type the, size? Like the one that ate Little Red Robin Hood. I don't remember what happened to her. She was going to pick berries or some shit. and Jeffrey Pretty got- fucked up story. The wolf eats her grandma and then puts on... The original drag was the wolf in uh, Little Red Robin Hood. Because it puts on... The wolf kills the grandma, puts on the grandma's clothes. For some reason, the girl comes back. She doesn't recognize that her grandma is dead and that there's a wolf wearing her clothes. And then she gets lured into a sense of safety. And then the wolf just rips her fucking asshole open with his mouth. The wolf ate little red Robin hoods ass. She, he ate her entire body, but he ate her ass first. That's what it was pretty. That's what that was a big twist. Dark story. Yeah. Calm the fuck on. That's so good. What is wrong with people? Oh, I wonder if that's the same dude that did it last time. I don't think so. This guy, I looked. This one has never called in before. Not even once. Good start. Good debut. I'm on his profile now. It's not. Uh, this kid definitely sucks at hockey. I like when kids post pictures of themselves playing sports. Like He has his number in his bio, too, which means he probably sucks. And you could just tell he's fucking awful. 
Jeez. Like, you could just tell this kid. This kid gives me, you know what this kid gives me? A's. He gives me, like, I own a pair of binoculars vibes. Like, there's no reason you should own binoculars at all. This yeah. kid gives me those vibes. Like, he has a pair of binoculars, and he looks through it's, people's it's windows. a good point. You really should never have binoculars. Like, what? Because unless you're, I would say if you're bird watching, maybe. Yeah. But also while you're bird watching. This I, kid. I don't know. This kid. Fuck you, dude. I'm wearing headphones, too, so, like, I just heard that on really loud volume. Andy doesn't really like to wear headphones. Somebody asked me the other day, why do you want to have headphones? Andy doesn't. And he doesn't like them. You're, do you even wear them in L.A.? When I'm in L.A., I always wear them. I don't think you I, do. I do in L.A. because everybody else does, and I, I'm obsessed with conforming. All right. I guess uh, we'll just end on that note because I really don't want to open up another question. Thank you for that. Whoever just ruined it. I'm, I was going to say his name, but there's no point. You know I'm getting in the mood for? What? Little League Baseball, baby. Oh, We're getting that time of year. I'm going to bet my wank off. Just Chinese. bet the over. Yeah, just bet on Chinese Taipei run line every game. Those motherfuckers, if they don't, if they don't fucking win, they send those kids straight to the PlayStation factory and they just become assembly workers for the rest of their life. Yeah, and also what is Chinese, I actually don't know what Chinese, ta- like what the Taipei means. I have no idea. It sounds, hey. it sounds cool though. Hey, must be the Taipei. Oh, if, when if you want to go to go ahead. <laughs> when does the Little League World Series start? We're in the like the regionals now. Oh, nice. I okay. saw this video. Uh, Portnoy tweeted it, and I couldn't agree with more with him. This is when you you. It's hard to watch the league to the when there's stuff like this going on. The pit the pitcher throws the ball. He's pitching obviously, and he, do, he hits the kid in the dome. <laughs> <laughs> the kid, I love that. The kid hits the ground hard. He's fine. He walks to first, and the pitcher just is really just blown away by the whole situation. He starts crying, and the the kid that got hit comes out and consoles him. And I just and it just yeah, you can't let that happen. You got to get if a kid hits me in the head, I'm barking at him the entire way. I'm getting he hit me in the head. I'm gonna get in his head, and I would be just running my mouth to him and getting him all like shaken up, like like in the the kid uh, Pornoy's tweet said. We're trying. We're like one swing away from getting to Williamsport. You got to take it more seriously. You got to get in this guy's head. Well, no one's masculine anymore. Yeah, like these TikTokers playing Little League baseball. I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if they're filming TikToks in the dugout. These fucking pussies. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like rah rah. We got to be manly men. You got to suck it up and deal with it. But we've gone. We've definitely gone too far. If you're in Little League, and I, if I got hit in the head in Little League, I'm charging the fucking mound with my bat. Yeah. Someone's getting hurt. Somebody's going to end up in a cast, which is like what you should be doing in school. Those are those like years where you break your arm or something and you just bounce right back. It doesn't matter. I spent years in casts. It is crazy how people only break their wrists in middle school and then never again. Yeah. Like I, I remember half my school had like a blue cast on their wrist because like for some reason you break your wrist in middle school and it's usually like one kid who's broken his wrist like four times. Yeah, that kid that the one kid that dirt bikes. I nothing makes me feel happier in Little League when the pitcher gets himself into like a jam. Yeah. And there's like two outs and the bases are loaded and it's the semifinals to get out of your region. And he just gives up an absolute danger to deep center and and just three runs score and he loses and he just starts crying on the fucking mound. Yeah. Like they, these kids 
Like, whenever they give up a home run, they start crying. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. I love it. I love the misery that they feel when they let their entire region down and ruin the rest of their teammates' childhood. Yeah. And even, even like, if somebody – let's say there's, like, a runner on second, and it's, like, the top of the third. And a kid hits a, you know, fly ball to deep, deep left – and run scores, and they're only down a run. They completely give up. Yeah. They start crying. They're like so mentally fragile. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm looking for. They're so fragile that they have no idea. They they don't know anything about sports. Yeah, they, I, I I once gave up a dinger. Uh, I gave they, up it, two in my career. It was in the. I I never even pitched. I couldn't throw hard, which is my biggest problem obviously because like that's all you really need to do in like the younger ages but it was one of these kids that he like didn't he was older than us but for some reason he's still qualified for the younger league so he's puerto rican no he, i grew up in new hampshire oh <laughs> it was just a it was just like a tall white kid that like hit puberty before everyone else and just made that he was like that weird age where he was older than everybody but he still played in the littler leagues and he just would crush people it was it was just so stupid i remember i gave up a home run in this game and i ended up punching a kid because he was chirping me and it was like right in a very uh, in a part of my life where there was a lot of turmoil like i was my family was going through like an insane divorce i was just like an angry little kid like at this stage and i gave up a home run and it really fucking pissed me off because I wasn't even supposed to pitch that game and the kid that was supposed to pitch pitched for like an inning and he complained of elbow soreness it's like dude you're fucking 12 years old yeah you don't have elbow soreness what have you, you got Tommy John pussy. what do you got Tom? I'm gonna make my kid pitch every day and and I'm gonna make him get Tommy John when he's like 12 yeah so this kid I come in and I pitched the other day and I gave up a home run to a really good player actually and uh, this fucking guy, this fucking kid, actually, I'll never forget, fucking was just chirping the fuck out of me all fucking game from the dugout. I'm fucking 12. My parents are getting divorced. There's police officers in my fucking house every night before school. Yeah. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Uh, and I just remember being on the mound, like, what the fuck is this kid's problem? So when the game ended, I walked up to him. And he was, this kid is such a fucking pussy, too. I'll never forget that. He's still such a fucking pussy. I'm just kidding. I don't even know this kid anymore. <laughs> oh, he's listening. And he walked by me. And as I chirped him, he said nothing. I think he just left it, laughed at me and walked by me, which made me more mad. So I turned around and I punched him in the back. Fuck yeah. Like on, the, on his back, like shoulder. And like the fucking pussy he was. I was a little nervous. I was like, fuck, is he going to like engage in this? Like, am I about to brawl in literally? Like, it was after the game. Um, like the fucking coward bitch he was, he just kept walking and I think the parents got involved. Like his mom called my mom or whatever. Like, I love when parents um, do that shit. Yeah. It was like a very, it was a small town and like growing up, obviously I know like it's obviously not the right thing to do, but, uh, in the heat of the moment, just my life was fucking terrible. And this kid is just fucking pussy kids just chirping me from the dugout. Like, and I'm these days I'm not mentally fragile, um, like that, but I specifically remember being mid-game, yeah. and, like, I couldn't get this kid out of my head. Like, this little fucking pussy, and he had a huge head, and his frame was just so tiny. I just wanted to kill him. 
Yeah. And uh, I ended up giving up two home runs that game. Those are the only two home runs. Were you good at baseball? Yeah, I was fucking disgusting. I was on travel team and shit. My first year I playing quit. baseball, I won Toughest Tiger Award for the Atkinson Tigers. Damn, dude. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. So I, I remember I got so much goddamn pussy. How, how, how'd you get that? Like, I just, I remember this one play, my coach was like hyping me up so much. I took an absolute sizzler off my arm. I was second there. I'm telling you right now, it was called Pope Field in Atkinson, New Hampshire. You simply could not get the ball by me at second base. I was a fucking machine. I'm, I was all, I was like the skinny kid. I was so fucking fast. I probably, it would have been probably the, at that moment, at that year, probably the fastest kid in the world. And I was... I was second base. I was just really good. But one time I took like a line drive off my arm and I, st- I stayed with it. Threw it the first. I remember my coach was hyping me up so much. Felt like I had a concrete cock. And then I remember at the end of the season, uh, I got, I think I still have it. It's, it's, uh, it's a, a trophy. It's his toughest tiger. I got, I got a lot of awards in baseball too. I have an absolutely dirty picture of me uh, pitching. Really? I might put it on a t-shirt. You should find a picture of you and we'll do t-shirts of our little league days. Um, the, I'm sure my mom has pictures. Dude, I have a sick picture. I was on an all-star team. Not even a big deal, dude. Oh my God. Dude, I just get my dick sucked like left and right. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I, I had a, I, they, they always had to tell me to stop throwing curveballs. Cause like at the time I was in a very like weird age because I was playing so much hockey. I didn't really have friends outside of school besides like hockey friends. So, and like my parents are going through a brutal divorce. There's just a lot of turmoil at home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I spent a lot of time, same thing with hockey, like shooting pucks in my basement, throwing baseballs at the wall, shit like that. And I was just obsessed with curveballs, like throwing curveballs. And I got it to be so dirty. And I easily threw the best curveball on Long Island. That's not even up for debate. Anyone listening to this that was playing Little League Baseball with me years and years and years ago, um, if you think that's not true, you're a fucking idiot and you're lying to yourself. I had to be told to stop throwing curveballs mid-game by the umpire because he's like, that's not good for your elbow. But I'm just striking dudes out. I remember I made a bet with this kid in sixth grade. I remember the hallway I was in. It was a hallway with orange lockers. And this kid was really good. I think it was one of the kids that ended up hitting a home run off me in that, in that one game. And I bet, I bet him I would strike him out with a curveball. And I threw oh, three shit. straight curves. One, two, three. Swing, miss. Swing, miss. Swing, miss. Struck him out. And uh, it was just like a friendly bet, obviously. We just didn't have any money. Um, but yeah, that's the ump told me right after that. He's like, you got to stop throwing curveballs. You're going to get hurt. I said, the only thing that's going to get hurt is your feelings because your wife is sucking on my cock after. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> I honestly wonder if I made any of the parents wet. <laughs> oh, I guarantee I, was, I did. I didn't have any power at bat. I can get it in play. Like I didn't hit dingers, but I also played second base too, and I wasn't pitching. I wasn't. I had no power at all. But I was. I got on base, and I got. In, they called me Andy. Andy in scoring position because I would always get on second or third. I just knew how to. I, I was a small ball guy. That's a good. Yeah, I. Uh, I threw a. Wait, you didn't pitch, right? No, I, I couldn't throw for shit. I threw a fastball, changeup, curveball. That's pretty much it. And my off-speed game is just so fucking sneaky, dude. Like, I was sick. 
I can't I can't even believe how good I was. Like I'm just remembering right now how good I was. Like it's, it's I was so fucking good at Little League, dude. You probably could have played in the show. I probably would have went to the MLB if I didn't choose hockey. This actually just unlocked a memory that I forgot I had, just being at Pope Field and like I always used to see like it was like this big area. They had soccer fields there too, and you could just get like ice cream and shit all the time. And that was probably that was probably right before I started to realize that life is <laughs> life is like extremely miserable because those were good times. Yeah, the ice cream man would come down to the field. Yep. yep. Yeah, I would get the uh, there was an ice cream called the Great White Shark, and then obviously the Screwball with the gum at the bottom. And yeah, life was good. And then you find out that like all of our tax money is funding. Uh, we're fu- we're we're supplying pedophiles or raping people with our tax money, and so and supplying uh, arms for the war in Yemen. Yeah, I used to get the the Bugs Bunny ice cream. Oh, yep, I remember that one. Dude, I got to find that picture. It's me on the All-Star team pitching, and I can almost smell it. Yeah. Like, I can almost, sm- sitting here right now, like, I can smell the smell of the field. Like There's something about it. I remember when I walked out, and I had so much fucking swag, dude. Wait till you see this picture. I had my pants rolled up to the knees with the high socks and shit. I had Mizuno cleats because I was like, fuck Nike, dude. Yeah. I was like, Nike's fucking whack. Everyone wears them. Everyone goes to the same sporting goods store in town. I'm getting fucking Mizunos, dude. And um, I went to a summer camp, actually. I got Camper of the Week. You got Camper of the Week? Out of all the campers, dude. This baseball camp. It was a week long. It was five days long. I got Camper of the fucking Week. I remember I went to a camp when I was younger. And obviously, like every kid, when you get sent off to camp, you you are begging your parents not to send you there. It was called Camp Lincoln, and it, it fucking sucked. I remember we used to do like archery, though. It was just kind of cool. Mine wasn't a sleepaway camp. I went to a sleepaway camp in New Hampshire for hockey. Maybe well, that foreshadowed me meeting you and your, your you guys. I wonder what camp that would have been. I could tell you, uh, Andover, or it was a prep school. It was at a prep school, Andover, maybe something like that. It was a sleepaway camp. I was like mad nervous, dude. There was like dorms and shit. I was like, fuck, like some of the older kids are gonna put something up my butt. Not, <laughs> not, not Exeter, right? Like, oh, it was Exeter. Phillips Exeter? It was Phillips Exeter. Yeah. I have a picture of that, too. I had a fucking yellow helmet on because my roller hockey team, the Vipers, which I was also disgusting at. Wow. I'm just thinking about how good I was at everything. <laughs> like, this is fucked up. What happened? Um, <laughs> I remember there was no doors on the boards at, that, at those rinks, and it was, like, really hard for me to get over because I was so small. Uh, I don't remember that, but I, I remember... I was so like homesick. My mom, my mom drove up and like stayed a night, not in like the hockey dorms, but like <laughs> in the funny. in the area. And yeah. She like watched the day of the camp. I think that's how it went down. God, I hated camps. Um, this is the one I wanted to go to though. Like, my parents could never; they don't any power to send me to anything. Like I ran my parents' shit, dude. Oh, my parents used to make me go to camps because no, no, no. I would just sit around all summer. I I wanted to go to this one because I felt like it would get me like better, and I wanted to play ice hockey more than like once every ten months because um, the only thing we had was roller. But yeah, that was oh, dude, I can't believe I did that. Like I would stay in a dorm with like a random ass kid, and like there would be like events off the ice. Yeah. No pussy, which sucked. <laughs> I act, I remember exactly. I think I might have went to that camp one year too. It was a, like intense camp. Like it was like not like they whip your ass into shape. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did do that actually. Yeah, at I, least at least two years. I I'm, I played there. Like did it went to their camp in the summer. 
do you remember the facilities? They had a big, like, Olympic-sized pool on campus. Yeah. And they, they had everything. Yeah. It was sick. It was, like, really cool, actually. It's why I almost went to prep school. It was so old, though. I remember the. Yes. I remember some of the locker rooms were, like, joint with another locker room and shit. It was, and, the, like, the, the, I know the boards didn't have doors. I remember that. It was just, like, a weird – it was just very old. Yeah. I remember it, it was old. Um, I remember I was touring prep schools in, like, eighth grade, like, Cushing Academy and those shit, like, not knowing how much money it really is to go there. Obviously, I didn't end up going there. Um, but I don't, life would have been way different for me if I went to fucking prep school. Probably would have went to NHL. I was going to say, if you went to prep school, if you had the money when you were younger, you probably would, you'd probably be the top dog in the NHL. Yeah. I'd probably be the best player in the world. It really pisses me off how good I was at baseball. Makes you think. Like nobody, I like if anyone is listening to this and you want me to, if you challenge me, we can go to a park and I will strike you out for money. Like, you'll not get a hit off me. Like, I promise you that. You just go one-on-one. Like, I still got an arm. Like, I have a fucked-up crazy arm. We should play catch sometime. I'm... T- I'm I actually want Dude, to- I will go buy a baseball glove right now, dude. I'm not even kidding. I'll get a catch... I'll get a catcher's gear. You can start... You can throw some cheese. I am not even fucking kidding with you. I will go get baseball gear. That's not a bad idea. And just pitch. I'll, we, I'll, give, I'll give you some signs. We should put it on Patreon.com slash Wet Jeans Podcast, like behind the scenes of like my comeback to the MLB. <laughs> we should make, film a documentary about you trying to like hype it up a ton like you're going for your last, it's called Last Chance for Romance, and it's like your last shot at the MLB, and then like people start quickly realize that you're nowhere near the skill level of an MLB player. Yeah, I definitely can't throw hard. I definitely, I think in Little League, I could throw hard, but I think those days are over where I can have any sort of, like, velocity, but, like... Yeah, you probably had, would have had been throwing a baseball for at least, like, the last five years. Yeah, but my movement is still dumb, dude. That, ball, that ball's moving like a military family. Damn, dude. All right. Um, yeah, dude. I really want to do that. I'm going to actually take you up on that. It's really, it's kind of... Are you gonna buy a catcher's glove or a regular? I would glove? not buy a catcher's glove. Why? Because I don't really want to. I don't want to get on my knee. Like I, I couldn't. My knees are not made for that. I have that Osgood slaughter shit. I can't get like a catcher's position for more than like four minutes. You have that Chris Osgood what? The Osgood slot. It's like a buildup in cartilage in my knee, and there's a hu- that's why I have that huge bump on it. Oh really? Yeah. All right. Oh. We're we're almost at a, a, a where. My phone's on one percent right now. Top one percent. All right. On OnlyFans. Yep, we're the top 1% on OnlyFans. Uh, top cum percent. Wetjeansmerch.com, grab some merch, help your boys out. Everything we do is funded completely by you. Uh, I guess we're not going to LA this weekend. Oh, yeah. Because we don't have the money. Help, help, we don't have the money. No, I mean, we could go. Um, but uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What uh, else? I can't remember. Rate the show, obviously. Rate the fucking show. Tell dude. your friends. Rate the fucking show, dude. Tell your friends. Um, Patreon.com for an extra episode. Patreon.com slash Wet Jeans Podcast. You get the podcast on video, which I really like watching. I watch all my podcasts on video. I don't know why other people don't do that. Um, we have Wet Jeans merch. We have merch on the site. Please rate and review the show. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week. And um, to that Philly kid that called in earlier... I I would be more than happy to fight you. And we should start doing that. You will be drinking through a straw for the next four weeks. <laughs>
All right. You heard it here first. Bye. Bye.